This is the 5AM Miracle, episode number 448. The 1% Rule. Dramatic Improvement with Minimal Effort. Good morning and welcome to the 5AM Miracle. I am Jeff Sanders and this is the podcast dedicated to dominating your day before breakfast. My goal is to help you bounce out of bed with enthusiasm create powerful lifelong habits, and tackle your grandest goals with extraordinary energy. In the episode this week, I'll break down why big progress is overrated, why tiny progress gets ignored, and how to leverage incremental improvements to dominate your next goal. Let's get to it. And I'm back here this week in my parents' basement. That's right. Uh, last week on the show, I talked about how I had never recorded an episode of this podcast outside of my home studio until last week. Well, I'm back again this week with yet another recording in my parents' basement. Uh, we'll see how this goes. Uh, I would like some feedback on the podcast in general. So if you want to email me, I'd be happy to listen. Jeff at jeffsanders.com is my email address. Uh, beyond that, let's get to the topic at hand this week, which is the 1% rule. You know, 1% sounds like nothing until it doesn't. You know, high achievers love big progress. We love huge leaps forward and massive success. But that's hardly the whole story. You know, tiny steps, little itty bitty pieces of progress, that's everything. 1% growth is seemingly insignificant, but it adds up so fast. You know, I published 448 episodes of this podcast, including this one, one week at a time for nine years. And I began that process before I felt ready. I took tiny steps just to get started and then tiny steps each and every week just to keep this thing going. You know, I trained for dozens of marathons by running one step at a time for years beginning with day number one, where I walked for five minutes. That's right. That's all it was. Actually, it may have been a slow jog. Either way, it was an extremely tiny first step just to make sure I could go from where I was, which was doing nothing, to doing something, which was significant. You know, you can grow a business or boost your health or accomplish any significant goal by simply taking tiny steps. It may sound ridiculous on its face. But this is how success is earned one day at a time, one tiny step at a time. In general, big progress is overrated and tiny progress is underrated and undervalued. Back when I did a ton of marathons, weekend long runs were revered as the holy grail of being a long distance endurance runner, and they still are, and they're still valuable. I love the long run. But that's hardly the only piece of training for a marathon. You also have daily short runs, nutrition plans, really great sleep focus, physical therapy, runner's groups, fitness trackers, early morning runs before work and after work and late night runs before bed. There are all kinds of activities you are involved in that far exceed what the long run is. But the long run is the thing that gets all the attention. If I told you that I ran 20 miles on Saturday morning, well, that's significant. Oh my gosh, that's a big deal. Wow. But if I told you I ran one mile last Wednesday morning, 
okay. It doesn't mean anything. No one's excited about that. It doesn't sound sexy. But that one mile on a Wednesday morning, that means something. That's what leads to those 20-mile leaps forward. Those itty-bitty steps, that is the whole story. You know, I've published multiple books in my life, and I can tell you that by writing a single paragraph at a time and then telling your friends about that, they don't care. (laughs) You can tell your friends, your spouse, your parents, hey, I wrote one more paragraph for my book yesterday. Nobody cares. They just don't. Because the amount of work that it takes to produce one paragraph just doesn't seem that important to somebody else. You know it's important. You know how hard you worked for that single paragraph. And yes, down the road, when multiple paragraphs are added together, all of a sudden you have pages, you have chapters, and yes, an entire book. But a book comes together over the course of years. You can pitch agents and publishers. You can write and rewrite and rewrite again and again and again. You can read a ton of other books to get more ideas. You can publish your first draft to no one just to get the experience of doing so. You can then go get feedback that destroys your motivation and makes you feel like you should never write another book ever again. But then somewhere along the lines, you know what you do? You publish a real book and people notice. Next thing you know, you get press. Next thing you know, you get celebrations. People clap for you. People are impressed by your resume. Why? Because you did something that they have decided is laudable. They have decided this is significant. This is worthy of praise. But the rest of it, all that junk you did beforehand, eh, it's forgettable to them. But not to you. You know the work that you're doing behind the scenes. You know those tiny steps that add up to those big moments. And 99.9% of life, that's just the little stuff. So if you're doing all of this little stuff just to get to the finish line, you're missing the bigger picture here. The journey is the point. These hard days, these little difficult paragraphs, those one-mile runs on a Wednesday morning, that's the point. That's what all this is about. It's not about the big finish line. It's not about the major achievements. It can't be because there's just not enough of them. There's never enough big finish lines in life. Most of us just don't get that many. So we have to fall in love with the process. And if the process for you is not fulfilling, if what you're doing each and every day is just tearing you to pieces, it's the wrong goal. It's the wrong project for you. It's the wrong objective. If you're not in love with the work, I mean absolutely in love with the day-to-day nitty-gritty grind of the job, the job is not for you. I know this because I've been hard at work in a number of areas of my life, many of which I have quit. Not quit because I was lazy, not quit because I couldn't figure it out. I quit because it was the wrong goal for me. It was the wrong objective. I didn't care. And if you don't care, it's time to go. But when you do care and the itty bitty steps get you pumped up and you're excited to see the next little bit of progress because you know what it means for the bigger picture, oh, that's when creativity shows up. That's when real joy and fulfillment show up. That's when the true craftsmanship of your work shows up. That's the best parts of your job, the best parts of your life. They will come from those tiny steps because the joy of the tiny step is the joy of the whole picture. That's what the whole thing is. So what exactly then is the 1% rule? 
Well, the 1% rule is a commitment to tiny progress. It's a commitment to dramatic improvements with just that little bit of effort it takes to go a tiny step forward, which is kind of incredible, right? But wait a minute, for me to get where I wanna go, I don't have to actually work that hard? Well, in a sense, that's true because 1% by comparison to anything else is just 1%. It's just the next step forward. And most of us, most of the time, can take one more step. We can move 1% forward because in most cases, 1% really is seemingly insignificant. It really is tiny. In fact, most of us, a single step forward could be 5 or 6% or more. But yet the goal, the rule, in fact, is just 1%. There's a great book called The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. Darren Hardy describes a compound interest and compounding results and how tiny progress goes nowhere at first, but then there's this huge hockey stick moment, which you've seen a, a graph of this. Is a, it looks like a hockey stick, which is nothing, 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 boom, tons of results, right? The nothing, 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 nothing part is the grind that no one sees and no one cares about, generally speaking. And then the hockey stick moment kicks in and boom, you've got results. Boom, you've got success. People notice. That's what the compound effect provides. Now, maybe it's a public thing you're working on, like a book being published, or maybe it's a personal thing, a private journey that you're on, and you'll still experience the compound effect. No one's going to see the finished result. No one's going to see your big moment because it's a private goal for you. But guess what? You get the same impact. The same thing is still happening. You're still going to have those itty bitty tiny steps forward. And then one day, boom, the whole thing is there. The success shows up and you got the thing you were going for, and hopefully you enjoyed the process along the way. What if in 2024, you got a little bit better every day? When you're learning a new language with my sponsor, Babbel, that's exactly what you're doing. And if Babbel can help you start speaking a new language in just three weeks, imagine what you could do in a full year. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Finally achieve your new language goal in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's convenient courses have helped me to learn real-life conversation skills in German, including ordering food and asking for directions without having to rely on language apps while traveling. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Now, here's a special limited-time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash 5am. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash 5am, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash 5am. Rules and restrictions may apply. Fast forward to the end of 2024 and think about your goals. What can you do right now to give yourself the best chance of succeeding? If you want to learn a new language, you absolutely should check out my sponsor, Babbel. Finally achieve your new language goal in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold, and studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. 
One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. Babbel's convenient courses have helped me to learn real-life conversation skills in German, including ordering food and asking for directions, without having to rely on language apps while traveling. Now, here's a special limited-time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash 5am. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash 5am, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash 5am. Rules and restrictions may apply. There's a great book called Atomic Habits by James Clear. You've probably heard of it because it's been a New York Times bestseller for a long time. Uh, James Clear has been a guest in this podcast a couple of times. Uh, He's a phenomenal guy, and his book is definitely worth reading, especially along the lines of this topic. If you like 1% growth, if that sounds enticing, if you like the idea of habit change and system building, and you want to see your life and your business propelling forward, well, then you're going to want to read James' book. Atomic Habits does discuss this core concept of what it means to progress forward in a systematic and tiny way, but in a way that's sustainable and a way that actually gets you the thing you want. Of course, all assuming you have the patience and the you know chutzpah to get yourself through those challenging days. But the book is definitely worth it. So The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy and Atomic Habits by James Clear. Um, one other story I'll tell here from James' book, and he's actually said this before on this podcast, uh, is his story of weightlifting and how the 1% rule for him specifically applies to growth in the gym. You know, so for a long time, James was a bodybuilder. I think he may still be today, or at least someone who's fascinated with the idea of growth. And the story he tells is one of, he would go and have a leg day, let's say, doing squats, and, and he's really trying to build up his leg muscles. Well, then his next workout, let's say it's a week later, His goal is just to improve how much weight he is lifting by 1%. Now, when you get into the bigger weight categories, 1% is a little more significant, but it's still just 1%. It's still a small step forward. And if you take that 1% growth week after week, year after year, you will become an absolute phenomenal human being in the area you're focusing on, or for James Clear, He'll become phenomenally strong and powerful in the gym because that was his intention. That's where his 1% growth was steadily increasing week after week, year after year. You know, along those same lines, most of us do not actually move forward over time on our goals. That sounds a little odd, but let's use the gym as a good example of that. Let's imagine your goal was 1% growth in the gym, but you missed a few workouts, missed a few weeks. Maybe even you got injured, missed a few months. Well, then when you come back to the gym a few months later, you're not going to begin where you left off. No, that'd be too easy. You're going to begin a long time before that, way back in the beginning, and have to restart your progress. And the 1% rule kicks in where you are and then grows from there. So there are plenty of areas of life that are just like that, that if we fall off the wagon, so to speak, we have to begin again at the beginning and then grow from there. But here's the key thing. The 1% rule will always be in effect whether you're restarting back at zero or you're further along the path and making significant progress. The 1% growth possibility, the 1% rule, 
is still in effect. You're still always asking yourself, can I make the next leap forward, but only in these tiny little pieces? Because that's powerful. The tiny piece is what keeps you moving. Because if most of us are not actually moving forward, because we have so many setbacks, we need systems in our lives that don't feel like we have to play catch up, that we have to push all this energy into one area all at once. Number one, it's exhausting, it's overwhelming, but it's also impossible in most cases. We can't physically make all this time up, all this effort up. We have to begin where we are and progress from there. You know, small progress by itself is sustainable. Tiny steps are doable. Incremental progress is still progress. But going backwards, well, that's not progress. Quitting, that's definitely not progress. And honestly, huge leaps forward followed by doing nothing and then backsliding, well, that's also not progress. Right? We don't want these examples of us not succeeding. We want examples of consistent, habitual progress over time. And 1%, it all but guarantees that. So as you approach your current project or even your next project, you want to approach it with a plan to improve. So don't approach your next task or workout, project, or goal with the same attitude you have before. Instead, approach your next big thing with the intention to get just a little better. Plan ahead to do just a little bit. Not in every area at once, but in the areas that mean something to you now. Here's the cool thing about 1%. You could, if you wanted to, apply it to every single area of your life simultaneously. This is actually a fairly common approach people take when they're asking you to be better all the time, which I've said before in this podcast, even recently, how absurd that is. How It's just so impractical to literally get better at everything all the time. Uh, it leads to burnout. It leads to overwhelm. Now, even if mathematically you could say, well, I could improve 1% in every area at once, and that's possible for me to do, I'm going to discourage that. I'm going to actively encourage you not to do that. It's going to backfire in a way that you're not going to see coming. A lot of people will try and do things because they're ambitious, because they have new, fresh energy for something. And that's awesome. I see that all the time with people wanting to start a new project of any endeavor. They get excited. There's all this discipline and willpower and positive juju that's just flowing through them. But after a few weeks, well... They got tired. It's just not a thing that can just keep going. So if you find yourself in that position where the things you're starting tend to just dissipate, they just fall away because you just physically ran out of the steam to keep going, well, then there's a pretty good chance you just put in too much too fast. And a 1% rule really reigns that back. It keeps those boundaries in place and says, no, you can't improve more than 1%. You can't go further than that. 1% is not a minimum. It's a maximum. It holds you back from doing too much. This is critical. If you have found yourself burned out, if you have found yourself trying to fix every area of your life at the same time, stop. Please stop. And instead, have the 1% rule be in place as a maximum for growth in a couple of areas that you are going to actively monitor and work to progress forward on. And that's it. And the rest you can ignore. 
hopefully, or at least the rest you can give a lot less effort to, and then you move forward in the areas you need to move forward on now. So based on where you are in this process, go back and review your current goals and projects and ask yourself these few questions. Where can you get a little bit better? How can you lift a little more weight at the gym? How can you run a little farther on your next outing? How can you focus a little more during your next FBOT, your focus block of time? Or how can you eat a little healthier in your next meal? How can you do the easy stuff now to get better now by simply doing 1%? That's it. That's the whole plan. 1%. Stop. Tomorrow, we'll try again. And for the action step this week, plan to stretch just a bit. On your next workout, lift that 1% of the heavier weights. In your next meal, eat 1% healthier food. On your next project, focus for 1% longer than normal. It sounds like nothing, I know, but this is everything. The tiny growth adds up. The incremental progress is progress period. JeffSanders.com slash 448 is the place to go for the episode notes. And of course, subscribe to this podcast in the app you're using right now. That's all I've got for you here on the 5am Miracle Podcast this week. Until next time, you have the power to change your life and the fun begins bright and early. Hey, it's Jeff Sanders, and I'm here to tell you about Greg McEwen and his amazing show, The Greg McEwen Podcast, part of the Yap Media Network. Want to achieve more by doing less, all while avoiding burnout? You can design a life that really matters with Greg McEwen, author of New York Times bestsellers, Effortless and Essentialism. His mission is to help you advocate and negotiate your way to remarkable results. Every Tuesday, Greg discusses one key topic he finds interesting and valuable through the lens of the essentialist. Every Thursday, he invites thought leaders, entrepreneurs, celebrities, and people like you for inspired weekly conversations focused on learning how to do what matters first and do less but better. His content will stir your thoughts and spark inspiration and action. And his British accents, well, that's just the cherry on top. Subscribe to the Greg McEwen podcast today on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform.